Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Flashback Flicks Retro Movie Podcast. I'm Ricky. I'm Grayson. And today, we aren't reviewing a particular movie. In fact, we are just going to be having a conversation all about movie reboots. You know, that was a, a really good intro, Ricky, but I think we can even reboot that intro. Just take okay. it way back, make it okay. gritty, have an okay. origin story. Mm-hmm. Once upon a time, in a land before DVDs, there were VHSs. Oh, I think I need to just uh, blow, blow on this cartridge. I can't even seem to set the timer on this v- VCR. And then there were two people who really liked watching movies. Oh yeah, this is good. Coming this fall. No, no! Get out of the building! Ricky. Ah! Grayson. In a podcast coming to an ear, ear, you. I liked that. That was like Wes Craven meets Leave it to Beaver. (laughs) We have to go back! Yeah, we wanted to uh, just have a conversation about movie reboots because uh, it fits into the theme of the podcast because uh, titles are constantly being rebooted. Um, There was the Jungle Book reboot. They're rebooting Ghostbusters. uh, They are rebooting Spider-Man for the 30th time. And um, and I thought it was, uh, I think, it's an interesting topic to cover. And this is very different than a spinoff or a sequel. Yeah, actually. Um, so here is how um, I did some searching on the internet. And basically the way that some people described um, the difference in a reboot is a reboot is primarily defined by when a movie is completely or is an ongoing series um, that doesn't want to acknowledge any of its previous incarnations for whatever reason. So you look at like Batman Begins. Batman Begins does not acknowledge that the Joel Schumacher Batman ever happened, uh, and so do a lot of people. Um, but um, no nipples, nipple free. Uh, n- bat card, bat credit card. Never leave home without it. Um, or like the Amazing Spider Man doesn't acknowledge that the other spider-man movies exist um so that kind of thing which uh, so a reboot is different from a revival which is basically you know it's just a continuation like basically mad max fury road is a revival of a series because um it's kind of a continuation of an old thing um Mm. but it's designed to kind of appeal to um a new generation. Each new James Bond is also more of a revival than it is even a sequel. Yeah, but it, it kind of does have its own continuity in a way. From Bond to Bond? Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, I think, well, here's the biggest question that I wanted to kind of explore is when do you think it's time for a movie to have a reboot? I think... Uh, a movie should only have a reboot if half of the people that are viewing it a second time saw it in theaters the first time. That's a pretty good formula to follow. Well, I think Spider-Man is probably... I think people are most vocal about how many times we've rebooted Spider-Man just because so many people 
have been around because Spider-Man came out in 2001. Mm-hmm. Um, I own Spider-Man on VHS. That's how long ago, but yet recent that was like the very first Spider-Man movie. Um, so that's when the movie came out. And I actually have a chart because they, the lovely people of the internet, put together like a chart of when a series has been rebooted. Oh, I take it back. Spider-Man first came out in 2002. Um, and then the reboot was done of the series 10 years later. But the last Spider-Man movie of the original franchise came out in 2010-ish, 2010, 2011. Um, so... No, that can't be right. I tell you about two thousand six, two thousand seven. That's when the Spider Man three came out around there. But even after the Amazing Spider Man, they're rebooting Spider Man yet again um, in twenty seventeen. So that's only a five year difference. So there's not a lot there. And then they uh, reboot him again with Spider Man Noir, and it takes place at the same time as Agent Carter. Oh, that would actually be a mate. So Hollywood, I didn't know you're listening. Um, make it so. <laughs> Thanks. All right. So you mentioned how it needs to be serialized, basically. Mm-hmm. To you have to have a, an ongoing series, and that's the difference between a remake and a reboot. Correct. Well, an- another definition that the internet likes to go by is a remake. Typically. It's taking basically the exact same story and doing it again, but with changes. So, like, the the newest RoboCop that came out, that's a remake, basically, of the first RoboCop, but changing it slightly. Just like, hey, instead of RoboCop being, like, being based in the 80s with 80s technology, now it's based in current times with current technology. Like, that's the main difference. Um, or, like, mm-hmm. Rob Zombie's Halloween series. Like, when he does a remake of Halloween. It's basically the same Halloween, but just done in a different style. So are you saying those are reboots? Those are remakes. Interesting. Technically. Does does intent have anything to do with it? Because if he was just going to make the one-off Halloween, then I could see how that would be a remake. If he's like, I'm going to redo this entire series... Wouldn't that be a reboot? It would be. I think that kind of falls into the category of reimagining. Now you're starting to sound like that voice in the trailers. (laughs) From visionary director, what's-his-face? Who reimagined this. Okay, so I'll go with this. back in the vault. (laughs) So I'll I'll go with this um, definition. So... And this is based off of Wikipedia, so I think this kind of helps narrow it down. So, with reboots, filmmakers revamp and reinvigorate a film series, so there's a series connection, in Mm -hmm. order to attract new fans and stimulate revenue. So, a reboot can renew interest in a series that has grown stale and can be met with positive, mixed, or negative results by both the consumers and film critics. Uh, So, basically, reboots are safe. For Hollywood to kind of do uh, because there's already like a built in fan base. But if you're doing a remake, um, you are basically remaking the movie. So I would say like Robocop, even though Robocop was a series, the one off Robocop movie was a remake, not necessarily a reboot. Um, 
and the difference between that and like a sequel or even like um, a revival, um, for example, Star Trek. When Star Trek came out, Star Trek acknowledges that other Star Trek movies have been made. They just exist in another basically parallel universe. But you don't know that till the end of the first one. People went into that thinking that it was a reboot. Right. True. But it's, I mean, but is yeah, I guess it, yeah, that makes sense. But it also covers them when they were super young. So I feel like it almost falls into the category of a prequel. So welcome to the Flashback Flicks podcast where we um didn't think it through it's an audio spreadsheet if you will where we're just trying to put movies under the right category um yeah so let's just say a reboot let's go with the definition of a reboot being um a happening when you have an ongoing series that does not acknowledge its previous incarnations. Let's just go with that. So, like the Ghostbusters, new Ghostbusters movie is a reboot because it's a an all female cast, and b it's this it's the starting and the beginning of the Ghostbusters, and they are and based off of what trailers that we've seen, these are this universe's first Ghostbusters. Even though it says in the text and. In the eighties, we were saved. Yeah, because my only the I'm basing this solely on in the trailer. They say that the Ecto one that they are driving is the Ecto one. They're not saying this is Ecto two. Oh, I see. So yeah. I'm basing it mostly off of that. And so, so it's not like there are any origin stories of like I remember when I was a little girl and Ghostbusters saved New York from the Marshmallow Man. Right. Like there's, there's nothing like that. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. So, for example, let's say Total Recall. Not a series. It was just one movie. Then totally redone, remade, with Colin Farrell. So that's not a reboot. That's a remake. That was just a remake. Yeah. I see. Yeah. And so, typically on our podcast, we talk about, like, reboots or remakes, um, like if this movie were to be to remade today, what would that look like? I think the potential for reboots have a lot to do with what story could be told today that was already told uh, back in the day. So, for example, The Odd Couple. The Odd Couple, yeah. I remember a couple of years ago, we were talking about like the, they need to make an Odd Couple reboot. With Will Ferrell and Steve Carell, because I feel like that pair up would be amazing. Or Zach Galifianakis, I think we said. Uh, Zach mm-hmm. Galifianakis and Steve Carell. Um, because that yeah. story matches, like, it's a pretty standard story, but like I think that dynamic and that story can be told today, but has potential to be told in a, I guess, our modern way. Um, it would be an interesting, funny movie to see. Mm-hmm. Well, just to go back to your too soon question, like how soon is too soon? I think we've been touching on it, but it's generational. If yeah. if there's one uh, series that you connect with where you're like, that was my trilogy, mm-hmm. then that's that's cool. And then they can reboot it for the next trilogy. And like, or it doesn't have to be a trilogy, but the next series um, to where the kids are like, all right, that's the one that I connect with. Yeah. Um, that 
I, I have no problem with that. And that's just good business and it makes sense. Um, and it keeps the stories relevant. I mean, you look at how many incarnations superheroes have gone through. There will come a time where the Marvel Cinematic Universe feels dated. Yeah, well, interestingly enough, the Captain America movie, um, the newest one that we're familiar with, the first Avenger, is the fourth Captain America reboot. There was a Captain America movie in 1944. There's another reboot in 1979 and another reboot in 1990. You said there was one in 44? Yes, there's a Captain America movie in 1944. So when he was frozen, did he wake up in what we consider present day? And they considered the future? I would love for that to be the story. <laughs> I, I think that's actually before his uh, Frozen thing. Cause, so Captain America became Frozen after the series was canceled. Oh, it's just to keep um, him relevant? Well, they brought him back in the 80s. Oh, got it. And so then the 90s, I think, is probably that picked up on that storyline. But yeah, the, the comic was discontinued um, sometime after uh, the Second War because... Uh, there wasn't a war to fight. I can feel my nerd card being revoked for not knowing that. No. So I'm hey. so glad we do this together. <laughs> but for yep. them in 1944, they're like, yeah, this is current day stuff that's going on. Yeah. Good thing we got Captain America here. Well, I I, I know one of the incarnations, Captain America was basically evil Cadevil. Um, <laughs> and it was quite... Uh, yeah, quite the direction. It was also a time when you could just make a movie about anything and they'd be like, why not? We're making movies. Sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you have, I think, those generations that like grew up with that. But I also think that, for example, with the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I don't think that they're going to do a reboot anytime soon because they are still continuing on the story that they are building on top of. Whereas with Spider-Man, um, when they first rebooted Spider-Man in you know 2012, with the Amazing Spider-Man, they were telling a different version of Spider-Man that could yeah. not have been explored had they continued on what they were already doing um, narratively. I feel like it has a lot to do, I mean, this is ignoring the fact that Hollywood is trying to make money and it is a business. But I feel like the best and strongest reboots are done when you've already told the story that you wanted to tell and you're trying to tell a different story starting from a different starting point. And that's what comics do. Comics do reboots literally all the time. Like DC Comics just a couple of years ago did the New 52 and they wanted to say, like, hey, what if we started from zero, issue zero, of telling these new stories of these heroes with slight differences? And it ended up being, like, really interesting for a couple of comics. And then even Marvel, uh, in the early 2000s, they did the Marvel Unlimited, where they said, we're going to reboot our universe, um, basically at issue zero, or issue one, to not only get new people onto... Um, or get new people into comics, but also to tell a slightly different story um, based off of this new starting point. So Peter Parker's um, origin was different. Like, yes, he still got bitten by a radioactive spider, uh, or 
this time it was like a genetically altered spider instead of radioactive and his friends were different and his family situation was slightly different. Like he didn't know his parents, but his parents have a past that plays into his origin very much like the amazing Spider-Man series. And so they're telling that kind of different story and the villains showed up in the same way, but they had different motivations and it, it was interesting to see that kind of unfold and um, I feel like that's when you would do a reboot. I see. So when reboots happen and people who are fans of the source material say, why would they change that just for the sake of changing it? Are you saying that it's actually well within the rights of the filmmaker and just a smart move to change it because that's what makes a, a reboot worth watching? Kind of. Like... I think that, so let's go to the Nolan series. The Nolan mm-hmm. version of Batman said, let's reimagine Batman if, as he would exist in our world. Not in, um, not in a comic book world, but in our world. I think that that's a good frame to exist or to build the world from. Yeah. Um, because it, 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 it makes you think about the character differently. Like, wait a second. So if he is this rich, and he was to go about being Batman today, like, what would that look like? Same with Iron Man. Like, Iron Man, his comic book origins um, is based in um, a, com- a completely different war era. But in the movies, he's presented in kind of a somewhat modern war era when he right. first came out. Um, and they changed certain things about him to make him more relatable um, and to kind of modernize him. But I think making those changes fits with the character because if they were trying to tell the same exact story, it it almost makes it moot to try to tell the exact same story because it's already been told in that way. Mm-hmm. Right. Let's talk about the Incredible Hulk. Uh, <laughs> yes, let's. Similar to Spider Man, where you just keep trying it over and over again. <laughs> Um, at what point do you stop trying to reboot a certain franchise? Oh, that's good. That, that's a great question. I would say you you stop when um, you are the Fantastic Four. Uh, you just <laughs> you just stop. Um, <laughs> I I think the Hulk is a, he's a, he's a difficult character to translate to film in first place. Like I feel like the Hulk is almost like the Super Mario Brothers when it comes to movie adaptation. It's just like it's so out there and it works well in inside of its own medium or in the Avengers type scenario, but just like it's like a standalone unless it's like in the comics it's difficult to translate into film. Yeah. Yeah, he's always going to be bigger and badder in your mind than he could be on screen. Yeah, and and he shows up well in the Avengers world, but like on the standalone film, it's just it's tough to because they have just weird things that happen. Like you have a guy who has a giant brain who is his arch nemesis, and he kind of has the same abilities as him, but just mentally and it's just a lot of weird things that you just have to establish in this world that you've already established is somewhat like our own so it's like how do you make that leap i i think it's it's just tough because those are the only kind of people who can stand up to the hulk 
Um, mm-hmm. One thing that I will talk about with reboots um, that I'm very close to, for example, is the Ninja Turtles. So the Ninja Turtles in the 1990s, in my opinion, they did it right. And it didn't need a reboot. Um, because I feel like the 90s holds up so well. Um, and I love it. But when I saw the Ninja Turtles, the Bay Turtles, as they are called, uh, in 2014, it wasn't the worst movie. And the way the Turtles looked, I didn't necessarily like it. But I realized something that, like, this reboot is for a new generation of kids. Because when I, the thing I realized is, like, I was leaving the lobby being, uh, disgruntled 20 something about how they got the story wrong and how they could have written it better but then i just like all these kids are like oh my gosh it was so awesome the way like Raphael and these kids are just yelling cowabunga in the lobby i'm like oh this was for them that's their generational series yeah and yeah. i think I, I think you hit it hit the nail on the head earlier but the podcast would have been way shorter um <laughs> just about it being a generational thing um I still think, let this be clear, I still think they could have done a lot to fix the Ninja Turtles movie. But at the same time, you know, uh, it's about the storytelling of movies. Um, And I think that so long as there is a potential for um, Hollywood to make money for it, like, no property is really safe from being rebooted. But in the, you know, if, if Captain America was not rebooted to today, um... I, I don't think that we would have gotten, or I'll even take a step further. If the Batman movies were not rebooted, because even the 90s Batman was a reboot of the 60s Batman, uh, which is just, you want to see a campy movie, go watch Batman the movie from 1966, which I'm sure we'll review here eventually. But like we needed like two really extreme Batman reboots in order to get us to a version of Batman that I think resonates with so many people. And that Batman movie affected the world of superhero comic or superhero movies heavily. And so I think um, to some degree, they're a necessary evil when they're done right. And sometimes it is going to be a cash grab, but there are going to be other times when we're going to be super happy about it. And um, we're going to get, you know, the first Avenger or another Godzilla movie. Uh, (laughs) It it turns out um, Casino Royale is, in fact, a reboot. I didn't realize that. So every other James Bond prior to that was in the continuity of James Bond. Interesting. Yeah, so Casino Royale is a reboot. I thought it was a prequel. I think that, well, I think technically that, that fits the bill for a reboot. So it is ignoring the previous continuity and starting from the beginning. So that's why the Hobbit series doesn't count as a reboot because you actually start in the world of Lord of the Rings first. Correct. And go backwards. Yeah. Hmm. So uh, my game question then is what series do you want to see rebooted? Oh, wow. Thank you so much for asking this because I have it sounded a list. really staged. <laughs> Uh, no, it, it wasn't at all. Uh, but I'm glad, I really am glad you asked because I. I Wait, we, I, we need a name. F- we need a name for the segment. Okay, how about 
um, off the top of my head. Um, re- re- recast or rebake. Um, I'm, I'm thinking uh, shake your rebooty. <laughs> For me, I, I feel like there's so many movies that were done poorly but still has potential to do well. Like, for example, I want them to uh, reboot... uh, I know people are probably going to hate me for this, but I want them to reboot the Dragon Ball series. Like, we we gave a shot at it, and it was horrible, but I guess it doesn't technically fall into the category of a reboot, so let me think. See, for me, it's hard not to think sequel or prequel or alternate universe. Right. And I guess alternate universe is technically like if we're looking at Spider Man, the way could I see it, justify it with head cannon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, Spider Man does take place in an alternate universe, and super head cannon is that um, both Spider Man are canonically clones hmm. because there was a clone saga that happened in the nineties. That's that's just that's my guess. Is there uh, another universe where there's a man spider? Oh, yes. That's horrible. Like, man bat freaks me out. Oh, man bat. is a- Okay, here's what I'll say. Raw deal. <laughs> so, following the um, the definition of it, I would say I would want to see um, a reboot of reboot. So, here's what they do. <laughs> They just make Reboot, and it'll be great. It'll be great. For those of you who haven't seen Reboot, Reboot uh, was a fantastic show in the 90s where uh, it was all computer animation, and the characters existed inside a computer, and whenever the user wanted to play a game, this giant cube came down, and anyone stuck inside the cube was selected to be the characters in the game, and it had implications for the world in which they lived in. Yeah. It's fantastic. I would reboot, reboot, but um, floppy disk would still reign supreme as the file format. (laughs) Um, Yeah, yeah, think Wreck-It Ralph, but with um, 90s um, non-Pixar 3D animation. I see. Yeah. So yeah, I'd reboot reboot. Is there a movie uh series? If I had to choose one, I I would love for them to reboot Spawn. Um hmm. interesting. Even though it didn't have an official series, I know it was meant to be. And what would be the modification that you would make with it? I think the only modification I would make is um, I, I would just follow some of the newer storylines because he didn't get a chance to explore too many of them. They, they had a mini series on HBO uh, that was short lived that was it was packaged as like an animated movie um, to some degree. And that's what I'm going to stick with. But besides like a superhero type thing. Oh, I would reboot Spy Kids. Ah. <laughs> uh, It'd be perfect. But it can't be a sequel. No, no, yeah. So, no, so what would the modification be? You get new cast, all that. Yeah. Well, yeah, it would be a new cast entirely. You know, we'd have season one Luke from Modern Family. Of course. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so so it would be that. And then I think the modification would be, it would just be in present day. Um, because the crazy thing about Spy Kids is that um, they, like, they existed in a world without social media. 
which is mm. a weird thing to think about. It would change a lot. Yeah, well, it came out in 2001, and the last Spy Kids movie came out in 2011, Spy Kids, colon, All the Time in the World, oh. starring Joel McHale. Oh. Yeah. Haley Joel McHale Osmond? Haley <laughs> Joel McHale Osmond. The very the one and the same, yeah. Um, and and I just think that they could um, just with the uh, technology we have now, just with uh, you know effects being what they are, they'd be able to do um, just different kind of effects. And I and I would want it to be in the vein of um, the superhero genre, just with what just where superhero genre and spy genre is. Um, I think that we could. I think it would just be interesting to see it. So it would be almost in the vein of a kid's version of a Casino Royale reboot. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that would be it. Spy Kids. Let's reboot Spy Kids. Hashtag it. What about you? I like that. Uh, my reboot would be for the series Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. <gasps> yes! Yeah. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. And uh, the idea would be that... Uh, probably neil patrick harris for whatever reason uh <laughs> neil patrick harris plays a scientist who uh, is very much involved with his shrink ray which he hopes to use uh to dehydrate food for world peace he has all the best intentions um but it has come at the sacrifice of his relationship with his family and so unfortunately he and his wife are separated but it's his weekend to have the kids um he didn't plan ahead for this, and so uh, in a moment of improvising, he uses the kids as willing guinea pigs, um, but the test goes awry, and they get away, uh, and it's his search for them, and by the end of the movie, they are closer because of it. That's solid. I think it'd huh. be fun. Way to go. And then for the sequel, which was Honey, We Blew Up the Kid, he would blow up his ex-wife and she would be huge and walking through the streets of, I don't know, Boise. Yeah. Yeah. It was Las Vegas. So the natural you know, launching point is Boise. Yeah. <laughs> so um, an interesting fact, there are film series that have more than 20 entries in them. Um, granted most of them existed way before, um, modern cinema. It was back when Hollywood was just, just an open field in, you know, West America. Um, (laughs) over there in West America, (laughs) you know, West America. Have you hit the ocean? You've gone too far. (laughs) All right. So that has been this conversation about reboots. Here on the Flashback Flicks Retro Movie Podcast, let us know your thoughts about reboots on Twitter. We are at Flashback Flicks. And let us know what you thought about our conversation about reboots on iTunes and Stitcher. We are Flashback Flicks. You can search Flashback Flicks Retro Movie Podcast. Um, We are the most recent incarnation um, of ourselves. So until we get rebooted uh, eventually, in which case this will be a vintage uh thing and and you'll be you'll be able to say yeah back i used to like the original better the 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 reboot sucks this is Uh, your generation of flashback flicks yeah so leave us a comment saying uh yeah the original is better than the, the reboot 
or something to that degree. <laughs> it was until now. <laughs> and be sure to tune in next time where we... Whoa, whoa, uh, whoa, Ricky. Yeah, but yeah. Be careful. But be careful about, about what? Spoilers. No, but every episode we... We're talking about spoilers. We're talking about spoilers. <laughs> Spoiler, Spoiler alert. alert. <gasps> ah! Hey! Look at that. Spoilers. Right here on the Flashback Flicks Retro Movie Podcast. Until next time, remember to be kind and rewind.